0: Points Hammered is intended for an immature audience. So if you're easily offended, you best get to stepping. If you'd like to stay, let's get hammered.
1: What is going on people? Welcome back. Johnny here and this is some... Oh God, that's my intro (laughs) for my YouTube channel. Anyway, this is Point Hammered. (laughs) Should we start over? (laughs) Uh, I think that's sufficient. All right. Episode 169. Got all the key elements of an intro. (laughs) Um, Raj.
0: How's it going, my man? Some big news at the Hastings household.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, a week ago yesterday we went in. She was having a little pain. We're like, well, I guess we'll go in. We had an appointment that day anyway, so we just went in a little early. Get there, and sure enough, she's in labor. There's like an arm sticking out. <laughs> no, no. Johnny,
0: just yank on this arm, but we'll oh. get it out.
1: Yeah, she was dilated and all that. And then they, they're like, well, we're going to send you over to the birthing center and see what they think after you, you go see the OB first during business hours. So we go over there and... They're like we were. She was twice as dilated by then. So it's like, well, progressing as the doc is like, yeah. The doc is like, well, this baby's coming today. So and we're like, holy shit! Like we did not. (laughs) He's five weeks premature, so he's super tiny. Mm -hmm. Um, So we did not expect to have a baby. We spent five days in the hospital. He didn't have to go to NICU or anything. He spent the time with us, but we had to stay there because they just monitor him every day. Mm -hmm. So it was uh, he was breech, so upside down, butt first. So she had to have a C section. Uh, okay, but it was interesting because I watched the whole thing. Wow, cool! Yeah, so like I, they how, finally how
0: long from start to finish
1: till they had her all stitched back yeah. up. Probably twenty. It's hard to judge time, but twenty to thirty minutes oh, for like the whole preg
0: pregnancy rigmarole. Like when did you, when oh, did you get there, and then when we did the little turd-
1: showed up around ten fifteen, and they took them at. Uh, like three fifteens when wow. they brought her in for the yeah, surgery.
0: Relatively short.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Surgery was interesting to see. Like, when I walked in, fi- they finally brought me into where it happens. You know, they have that sheet up and they make you sit, but it just kind of flopped down and I could, like, lean up over and see everything. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty nuts. They already had her cut open when I walked yeah. in. Through the skins, so you could just see, like, the fat layer, but they hadn't, like, gone through the muscle or anything. Pretty brutal, man. Like, it w- they... <laughs> like didn't make the cut big enough so the baby was out except his head was still in oh. and they like the doc had him by the legs and was just like wrenching Come on, and this other fucker. doc was pushing on the top of the be- my wife's belly like trying to shove him out that way it was like a f- you think they're fragile but after what i saw there man you can like this kid is these things are not as fragile as you would think so yeah, it was pretty brutal, and then brought him out. He was fine, and um, they got the the deceased baby out, so I got to hold him. He was bigger than I thought. He was like real rubbery and kind of oh, weird. Strange. Wow! Is it? But he was like fully formed. He was maybe nine inches curled up, you know, so pretty good size. But Holy his head shit, was like half big, flattened. Yeah. yeah, but his head was like flattened because the other guy had been taking up the space, and then that was it. Was pretty weird, but um. It reminded me it was because he was really rubbery, kind of like a stretch Armstrong doll. Because <laughs> right. about the same size, uh-huh. and yeah, like he. But we didn't take any pictures of that. They they were all like stoked to get you to like want. She didn't even want to see him. So yeah, I figured I, don't I would. Know.
0: But they, how many people would react to that?
1: They want to like take pictures and so I'm like I don't I don't want any pictures. of This This is weird. So so I got to see that, and it was uh, it was a hell of a day. That's for sure, man. But Marshfield's really awesome. Every all all the doctors and everything were really really great, and mm-hmm. it was a. Uh, it sucked staying there five days. By the time we got out yeah. of there, it, it like,
0: man, Mister crazy. Yeah. yeah, she.
1: I'd come home during the day, but it was it was a forty five minute drive each way. So I'd come home and I was trying to finish that sunroom upstairs, <laughs> mm-hmm. get it as far as I could before I didn't want to be sawing and nailing with a loud compressor. So, uh,
0: so, so, yeah. how, I'll, so how many days now has it been? Today with is a little tyke. It's a boy. It's a boy. It's
1: a boy. Today's what's the name? Lark. Lark. Yesterday was one week, so it's a, a week and a day. He's right. <laughs> eight days old today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a
0: little little bastard latching. Or, yeah, uh,
1: he is. But the problem with preemies is they can't tell you when they're hungry. Uh-huh. So every three hours you have to feed. Yeah. So every third hour.
0: They're big. They still gotta feed every three hours, yeah.
1: basically. So all night, and it's it's a process. You can't. He doesn't really breastfeed a lot yet. He latches on, but falls asleep immediately because they're also jaundiced because their livers don't work well. Mm-hmm. So he has to sleep on this like uh, UV blanket. That's why we have him outside right now, so we don't have, to have him laying on this stupid UV thing. And then his jaundice has improved greatly in the last two days, so, so that's good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been an experience though. That's for sure. Excellent. I got the the animals uh, um, behaving? They're mostly indifferent. The dogs clueless that there's even something Naturally. different. Except he's just getting yelled at. He's this is the first time he's <laughs> ever played second fiddle in his mama's eyes. Uh, <laughs> he's been the baby, so now he's like he's confused. But I've been making sure he gets at least gets fed and petted a few times a day and let out <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> so uh-huh. the cats are they they I I introduced them they sniffed him a bit and that was about it ronald doesn't like the crying he's not a fan of the loud noises at all bad. (laughs) so yeah tomorrow he goes back so it's been like appointments at the marshfield clinic in town here which is a is a blessing not having to drive all the way out out to marshfield anymore so Mm -hmm. so yeah he hasn't been immunized yet either so we're not trying to bring them out in public too much there. get them in the marshfield clinic and there's just terribly sick people coming in yeah. <laughs> like jesus in so there's
0: like special entrances and stuff for like sick babies and
1: yeah so.
0: so okay well you are retired as we discussed so you're not been working or anything so do you, do you have some time for hobby stuff i squeeze Getting in, in some painting
1: every morning except the week we had in the hospital so i've been staying on top of it i've been stalking airbrushes Every day now, it's just a matter of time. I'm waiting for the last of the month's rents to come in before I commit to the purchase. <laughs> yeah, okay. So,
0: it's uh, uh, yeah. We'll talk about. It. I've actually uh, purchased a new airbrush. Oh, nice. I'll talk I'm, about it a little I'm bit later. Keen to
1: hear about that. I want to know where you purchase and what you're using for a compressor and all that kind of stuff. Because I is just going into it. You know, I, I have some notes from an old Skull Bros podcast that I keep referring to, but. You, you really don't know like where to go, what to buy. Because you, you see a lot of you shit on eBay. And it's like, is this going to be jacked? I'll probably just plan on having to get a new needle and tip for it. Mm-hmm. Those kinds of things. So. so, yeah, I'm looking at that. I finished painting one of the Aleph Bots. I was pretty bogged down with the Zangors I've been painting. So I decided to, uh, I just painted the foot on the little Yud Bot, the... <laughs> And then and from big, there it was like. The Yudbot is like,
0: he's like a little shrimpy, like half man robot.
1: Super tiny. To begin
0: with, so... Yeah, so... About a three millimeter square <laughs> square area.
1: It was... Yeah, it w- going? he's a small fella, but I I took some pics. I put him on uh, Twitter today, and uh just with a dime next to him so you could see how freaking tiny the damn thing is, and definitely getting old. The eyes aren't what they used to be, <laughs> <laughs> so can't uh yeah. yeah i think early 40s is when when it they, starts they start to decline yeah yeah so uh, maybe some reading glasses will be in order before too long here we'll see i'm try- trying to fight it but he turned out pretty good i didn't really realize it until i took the pictures and looked at them <laughs> so it's just all instinct it was that ten thousand hours of grind i put into uh-huh, the sure. learning the paint so fun little project though and then now i'm gonna get back to the zangors and then we'll see where i go had a box on the porch from Chaos Orc. Andrew had sent me a bunch of baby gifts. So he's got some cool little outfits, superhero outfits and bottles and a nook. And you know, he can be a Batman or a Superman or a Ninja right, Turtle. So he,
0: he sent a little something for Daddy, too, it looks like here.
1: Yeah, he sent me a sweet little army pack for Infinity. Yeah,
0: the new JSA starter. Fucking phenomenal models in there.
1: Yeah, they are super awesome. There's even a limited edition model in there. It's a $100 box, so I was mm-hmm. very generous. well pleased cool. with that. Yeah, thank, thank you, Andrew, and everybody can support Chaos because that's usually where I do my shop, and he's great. Shit shows up like two days later. Mm-hmm. Sometimes stuff just shows up out of the blue. you didn't even <laughs> order, it just shows up. <laughs> You're just feeling generous that day, so yeah. Um, what have you been up to, buddy?
0: Well, as we talked about last time, I have uh. Some medical stuff with myself. Got the vasectomy a couple Mm. days after the cast.
1: I remember that, yeah. I was thinking about you.
0: It was a a true snip. I think sometimes they'll burn stuff down there, but it was a little snip. Made a little incision in my nut sack. How's that Pulled pulled out some tubes. (laughs) Pretty pretty good. It was kind of interesting. They clean you up down there, get your nuts hanging out. Doctors you going down. To did you uh, take care you, of that? You have to shave. Yeah, pop a Valium before you go in. <laughs> mm, nice just to take the edge off. So you
1: don't get to drive yourself then.
0: No, correct, <laughs> Kelly. Had to come on down. And then they also needed Kelly's signature because of. Apparently, there's been occasions where husbands have been, mm, I've heard this, gotten a snip and without the consent of the wife,
1: <laughs> and has come
0: down on the <laughs> medical practitioner, so, <laughs> which is uh, absurd. <laughs> that's
1: that's America. That's bullshit, yeah, right there. To
0: sign a, a form indicating she
1: knew what was going on. <sighs> She's happy with the one and done situation.
0: Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. It, down, did you get your wisdom teeth taken out? I have, yeah. Were you uh, awake for it, or did they I like, put you under? it was Yeah, so it was kind of like that, where it's not particularly painful, but it, it's kind of weird, and you can kind of tell stuff is going on down there. Yeah, like stuff is moving that has never experienced sensation previously.
1: Sounds like the C-section experience my wife had uh, yeah. <laughs> with the with the block. But keep going. So
0: yeah, it was interesting. It wasn't too bad. It was a little bit of a snap to it, but
1: yeah. Afterwards, the healing and stuff was
0: was totally fine. Got to sit on my couch for an extended period of time. Do you have to? It pop- hasn't happened since before the child.
1: Do you have to apply Vaseline and gauze?
0: Ah, uh, yeah. Some you, g- you gauze up. You you get your frozen peas out. cooler <laughs> down. Uh, little so man
1: that- got the snip. Circumcision snip, ah, okay, uh, the morning you left the hospital, so it's been an experience. Gotta keep an eye on that as well yeah so. it's been it's been gauze and a slathering of vaseline every single diaper change thus far
0: mm-hmm. so uh, one thing was my paint desk is a it's like a paint shelf stand up desk, so I do have a stool that I use, but I couldn't really get comfortable on the stool, so I was mostly just hanging out playing video games <laughs> sounds
1: like a good time
0: yeah it was weird just socking out that much video game <laughs> time so beforehand i bought a new one because ah. i i wanted uh something i knew i could stick with for like a whole weekend did and you get some
1: Rimworld dude
0: no i got uh, xenoblade chronicles okay i also have a wii so yeah hooked it up to the tv and i got 18 hours in over that weekend. jesus so weekend. you're a pro now I know there's some novice numbers compared to your your efforts here, but <laughs> it's pretty good for me. And then afterwards, I got in two hours a day for the next five days. I put in another 10, and then I got to this. It's a pretty fun game. I think it plays like a, like a MMO-style game where you have like little cooldowns, and you power yourself up. You can attack every 3.6 seconds with this ability and 4.8 with this different ability. And so it's a decent game, but I was kind of getting bored of it, and I thought yeah. after 28 hours there was this big boss battle that I fought, <laughs> and I thought that might be the end of it, but it was just getting started, John. Whoa. So I, I looked online to see how much further this would go, and if you just play straight through without doing any of the side quests, it was a it's it's sixty eight hours <laughs> to get through it. Okay, so I had another forty hours. So if I did two hours a day for three weeks, <laughs> Jesus, it would have been completed then. And really wasn't feeling it, and uh, basically I wasn't doing any hobby at all mm. during this period. So. Yeah. I made the call. I uh, deleted the
1: save file. <laughs> yeah. I had to call her there. That's what I did The Darkest Dungeon. But I was really pissed at the time, so uh-huh. it was easy. <laughs> Uninstalled completely. So between,
0: <laughs> I had the Star Fox game, I had the Ikaruga, and then the Xenoblade Chronicles. Basically, my entire month of July was shot, I figured. <laughs> I didn't do hardly any hobby at all. Nice. So now, with the, the hard the hard delete there, going cold turkey... I'm, Work myself back up to getting on the, the mm-hmm. hobby train here. So, um, prime some models. I talked about last time my plans for the airbrushing. And so I did. I got my Slambo primed and the Infinity models I was going to practice on. And then I was using the techniques in the Angel Heraldes painting A to Z, yeah. volume two. Okay. And after doing that, uh, a couple different sessions, one thing that became apparent was his airbrush is different than my airbrush. Okay, um, how so? So it's the size of the needle, which okay. is stupid because he doesn't even mention it in any of his books. But he says what airbrushes he uses. Yeah. And so the Iwata Eclipse, which I have, is a point three five airbrush needle. Okay. And the one that he uses is a point one five. So... You know, it was like half over half. Yeah. That's a size, super fine detail Smaller, there. So, you know, he's doing these really fine. You know, I'm trying to replicate these little basically just tiny little dots. Okay. You know, and they're like twice as big. You know, <laughs> it's a dot, you know, in all dimensions, so it's like four times as big. Yeah. So, trying to replicate you know the highlights that he's doing was nigh on impossible. Okay. Um after several attempts because you don't know if I'm just a noob or what, but <laughs> Um, so I talked a little bit with Bubbles, and he, he went to some of his seminars and confirmed, yeah, you know, he's using the 0.15 needle on his harder steam back. So. And you had a 0.3. 0.35, the Iwata Eclipse. So the Iwata is a good starter airbrush, I think, because of that size difference. Because mm. the, the finer, the neater, the the more clogs and shit you're going to run into.
1: no. When I look at the Badger Chrome, you can just get different tips and needles. So is this, is your gun not flexible?
0: Correct. Yeah, it's different. You need uh, different tips or something like that. I don't know. Not every airbrush can do everything, as far as I'm aware. Okay. I looked at to see if the Eclipse had any alternate needles, and it doesn't. Okay. So, um, so what I looked at was the Infinity CR Plus, which is from Harder and Steamback, and it looks like it, is uh, the one I picked up or ordered is a point five one five. It's the two and one, and then also comes with a point four. So you you can do you know priming with it or varnishing yeah. with the big brush, you know the big needle head, and then the fine detail work. So I'm basically all in on this airbrush here. I think going forward, you know, I want to make it a tool of my repertoire. Yeah, because there's no you know. If I'm going to do this for the next 20 years, <laughs> eventually I'm going to get good enough and, yeah, you know, there'll be a time savings there. So, that's what I went with. So, it is a tinier needle, but then I've heard really good things about the tip and the way that it cleans. It's 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 supposed to be really easy
1: to clean, so. Okay. Can you get mid-range, like, you know, 0. 0.2, 0. 0.3 range needles for it as well? No,
0: there's a variant with a point two, but it's 0. 0.15, 0. 0.2, and 0. 0.4. So. Okay. And looking around like the eclipse, it was a point three five and a point six.
1: Sure. When I look so, at the Badger Chromes, it looks like you can get most anything. You know, yeah. Point three three, point no. two five, point. It seems like, but again, like I'm, I'm, I'm just looking at yeah, the, the utility
0: so. there. I think you're most of the time you're not going to be wanting just changing your needles all the time. Yeah, it's going to be a big hassle to deconstruct sure. it and take it out. So. um I'm not even sure I'm going to use the point four because the other thing is I'm not totally sure my compressor is compatible with it.
1: Speaking of which, what are you using for a compressor? Well, I
0: have a Iwata compressor. Okay. And it, So, obviously, it's compatible with the Iwata. I and mean, it comes with three other different tips or uh, connectors with it. For It came with a Badger, a Pash, and then whatever... There's a third brand, but it doesn't have a harder steamback connector. But I contacted a harder steamback directly and they said I could maybe get some kind of adapter. I'm not entirely sure. You think there would have to be some kind of universal. You would think. <laughs> attachments for the interest of
1: everybody, you know. So it's a smart jet compressor, do you know? Yeah, it was
0: okay. a s- smart jet is what it was. So um, yeah, so I'm thinking If I can just use that same compressor rather than switching needles, I'd probably just switch back to the Eclipse to do prime work or bigger stuff, terrain, and then i keep this one with the 0.15 for needles. Um, But I went with the 2-in-1 because just in case I need, I have to get another compressor, which I don't really know anything about that, but um, then I could presumably use the same compressor with this one and then... Either move the clips downstairs into the basement where my most of my terrain stuff is, or you know sell it to somebody else. So sure, we'll see. I'm going to be getting it this week. Um, again, I don't know too much about it, but okay. Um, yeah, hopefully that will arrive. In the meantime, though, I've been pretty stoked about hobby. I've been working on terrain stuff, some Saga mm. terrain. I got okay. my Shadespire models backed out again. I'm doing some. Slight conversions to my corn guys here, my corn haulers. <laughs> so I'm hoping to paint these guys soon. All right. I've been doing some, some packa research. So it's been getting me into the Age of Sigmar mood. Sure. But Anyways, that's what's going on with me, man. Cool, buddy. Should we talk a little bit about PACA? Event of the week? Yeah, let's hit it. Okay, yeah. So PACA coming up. Registration, September 1st. The new website is live. Most of the stuff is up to date on there. People are curious about the scoring. It's going to be classic style. 25 battle, 25 paint, 25 sports. Nice. 25 for showing up on time.
1: (laughs) Not being a schmuck. Not being a schmuck. Not ripping the fucking wall down in the bathroom. (laughs) Pretty
0: much. It's going to be 80 bones. But it does include lunch buffets, all you can eat both days. So if you want to opt out, it'll be sixty-five bucks.
1: You going with the taco thing again? Uh, or two too, too perhaps. early? Perhaps so. we got
0: to we got to pick that out. I'm sure one will be pizzas. Okay, one might be tacos. Um, yeah, the painting rubric will be up soon. I got to touch base with a couple of folks, but for the most part, the prior painting scoring. Sheet will be in effect, and then the sports scoring should be done about the same. As far as the rules go, it's going to be all the suggested Age of Sigmar stuff. Okay, so on the official GW website, they have a little post about what they recommend for tournaments. Yeah, and basically, it's just they recommend you use everything
1: scenarios out of the new GHB. Yep,
0: okay, it's going to use the malign sorcery, the endless spells, the scenarios. It could be any one of those. At the event itself, we'll announce those, so you don't know what scenarios will be in play for the realms. You know, special each realm has its own rules. Yeah. Um, it's going to be dependent on the table you're playing on. So our goal is to get most of the realms represented once our terrain collection has been revamped. But this year we're getting some help from Alec Gonzalez, and so some of the realms might be more represented than others. But so you got to be prepared for anything.
1: So, mm. is, is Bear working on tables, or are you just turning? yeah? We're gonna
0: each of us is gonna tackle a realm each year. Okay, so meet with him on Friday to sure. finalize those plans. But we'll, we'll see how that goes. Sure. So, um, for so Saturday Sunday is the event itself. Friday is open gaming. Uh, Brad Schwamp was gonna run a Shadespire tournament, mm-hmm. but now he. Since backed out because he won't be able to, he'll be driving up on Friday. Sure. So if anyone is interested in running a Shade Spire event, uh, please contact me because I'd like, I'd like that to happen. I was hoping to paint up my guys and participate in that. Sure. Get a little action going myself. So, yeah, okay. Those are the, the, the pack of details, my friend.
1: All right. It's going to be at the same place, the Ramada. Ramada. Yeah. And Wapaka. What
0: are do you doing? You want to play? You want to help?
1: Oh, I'll probably Got all help. All this
0: time, you, you want to do man. something special? What's going on?
1: I'll probably help. Okay. Right now we're getting maybe five hours of sleep a night, so <laughs> I'm sure that'll improve, though. Once he hits 40 weeks, supposedly, he'll be at least able to tell us he can eat. We don't have to just be getting up to feed him all the time. That's that's our goal. <laughs> yeah.
0: You never know. Like get that routine. Talking to the, the leg in there. Yeah, still no routine. I know, it's still a wild man every night.
1: I had a dinner one year. Dinner with the foot and the bear, and Crystal was there, and then Napoleon the came over. Yeah, so. that's
0: right. I missed out on that. We
1: had a little meal over there before volleyball one night. I just swilled a couple beers, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was talking to those guys about that. Asked him how it was going, and <laughs> shook his head. <laughs>
0: So, good deal. You have any time for books with all this business going on?
1: Yeah, I've been reading every night still. So, I finished a book by David Hall. Getting the little guy started on the Horus uh-huh. Heresy. Not yet. <laughs> I, when he gets a little older, I'm going to start reading the Dragonlance to him though. <laughs>
0: nice.
1: Just just in retrospect, those books were life altering, you know, they just expand your imagination and get you into nerd stuff early. So, I'll start reading book 1 of the of those dragons mm-hmm. of whatever summer whatever i don't know i don't know which one was <laughs> book 1 but but anyways yeah so i've been i read a book by david hall called essays after 80 and he was a poet like a famous american poet and you know he was he was well renowned and he wrote this book he died at 89 in June of this year. And this book was just, he can't do poetry anymore. It just didn't come to him at the end there. So he, mm-hmm. he but he would still write every day. So it was really interesting. It's kind of reflecting back on his life and things he had seen and places he had been. And, you know, he'd met several presidents and attended several protests and he's a West Coast guy, New Englander. And, uh, it, it was really interesting. It's, I went from some Horace Heresy novels to that. <laughs> you're used to action and, contrast, and, yeah. and, and and all that. It's it nice to mix something in there. It was a recommendation on This American Life one week. So it's definitely worth a read. And he's got a real succinct style. So like 120, 130 pages and ah, you nice done. Short, and, yeah. yeah, to the point, too. Like, I, I like that style a lot. So that was really, really worth a read if you're looking for some nonfiction.
0: Did you get a life lesson out of it, John?
1: Um. Yeah, it's interesting. Just talks about the way people treat like eighty year olds, (laughs) and it's kind of you're like, yeah, I suppose that's true. You know, this is just when people even describe him like as a as a nice old man. You know, it's like they have to throw that old in there. (laughs) 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 um, And then I started Fulgrim, which is book four in the Horus Heresy series, and that's the one that follows the Emperor's children. And then the Iron Hands is the other. Chapter that they follow, so that's been about halfway done now. It's over 500 page book, and it's super good as expected. So Mm -hmm. I've been very much enjoying that as well. Um,
0: How is this affected your 40k itch?
1: Uh, uh, Let's just say I spend a a little bit of time every day on Chaos Orc, looking at the (laughs) Mark IV, (laughs) (laughs) browsing Forge World pages. If I had the uh, airbrush, I would. I, I looked on eBay to see if I could just pick up one or two models, but they but they go for ten bucks each plus nine dollars shipping. Mm. Since I don't want my asshole fisted today by a random stranger on the yeah. internet. <laughs> I haven't made that if I could buy like one or two of the Mark Four models, I definitely would. I'd I don't know if I'd do a Luna Wolves thing or or what, but that's that's where I'm leaning still. <laughs> I'm just trying not to get any more projects going since I have Basta Mente already. So mm-hmm. so it's uh, yeah, but it's it's still there. There's a seed has been planted, <laughs> and I'm struggling deep, against it deep inside. Yeah, you know that's how they get you, man. These novels, uh, are.
0: Well, Butch and Andrew, I think, big big forty kers. So. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, you'd have some opponents there. I, I don't decent quality models, terrain uh, over. At the it Butch sounds like thirty k so.
1: is a whole. I don't know if it's a whole different game, but there's a different book for it that you get through Forge World and. I haven't even picked that up because that's once the toe is actually dipped in the water, the whole rest of the body is going to (laughs) follow shortly. (laughs) I'm going to be head first in the deep end. So I'm just still working on getting rid of shit (laughs) before I commit to any big purchases. So I've been doing my best not to build and get going on this this box that Andrew sent. (laughs) It's tempting, though, because... Super cool models. Like, I really want to paint that motorcycle I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> 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 I have a... Yeah, so... Okay. What about you? You been reading or listening yeah, to anything? Yeah, I finished the Blue Mars
0: book, so that's part of that trilogy. That was probably the, the weakest of the three, in my opinion. Uh, it's just... Not a lot goes on. It's just more describing Mars as it gets terraformed. So if you like the first two... You probably enjoy this one. Yeah. If you were on the fence after finishing Green Mars. I think you could call it quits there.
1: <laughs> okay. And then two thumbs down.
0: Well, I don't think that was the case, but Yeah,
1: okay. Two thumbs horizontal. <laughs>
0: one one up, one mm-hmm. on my butt.
1: <laughs> Typical Raj. Nothing unusual there.
0: I started a new book called Star Tide Rising. This was on some award winners, list. Yeah. For science fiction. It is written in the 80s, so it's fun. They're receiving some faxes and stuff
1: <laughs> on their spaceship. Jesus. We had to send a fax this week. <laughs> I was like, how the fuck? Let's uh, just mail it. We yeah, just up working mailing working
0: the, the medical system, yeah. It's just like, easier. You guys got an email?
1: No, we have a fax. Yeah. Right? Ugh. And then you start Googling it, and you're like, well, you can somehow send one through this, but it didn't seem to work. Print mm-hmm. it out and mail it. <laughs> Anyway, so the, yeah.
0: the Star Tide Rising book, it's pretty good so far, pretty interesting, maybe a quarter of the way through. So the premise is the galaxy is populated with various races, and there's patron races and client races. So okay. a patron will come along, and if there's a race that is on a path to technology, um, they'll like raise them up and give them gifts and like re-genetically sure. re- alter them. And the humans are a part of this but they're kind of oddballs because no one knows if they had a patron or, mm. um, so they kind of just joined the galaxy without a patron race, so they're kind of unusual. Okay. But since then, the humans have raised up the chimps and the dolphins with some <laughs> um, genetic engineering and stuff. Uh, so this is a book about the first dolphin starship. So the crew's mostly, it's crew fan, Um They're dolphins, so... <laughs> but there's some like human observers along, yeah, just to kind of help them out and just keep an eye it's on. It's
1: not just a big ass tank of water. <laughs> there's some no air space. It's
0: water. Yeah, it's weird because dolphins breathe air, so there's okay, you know, air spots, and then they have like oxy water, which none of the dolphins like. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> the dolphins though, they're kind of new, so they want to like you know, in a stressful situation, they'll go back, they'll stop speaking like English and go back to like dolphin speak (laughs) and like get real primal and instinctual. Hmm. Um, So the humans like gotta like kind of snap them out of it and stuff. Yeah. um, So they're kind of exploring. So there's a big galactic civilization and there's like a big archive of all the knowledge in the entire galaxy. Mm. But the issue is like the humans are finding that some of the stuff is wrong that they have. So they don't know if You know, certain races are given bad information to, like, keep them down or something like that. But anyway, so this starship stumbles upon some kind of secret, and then all the galactic races basically show up and have a big war over them. (laughs) So they sneak away. So right now they're at the bottom of this ocean planet, (laughs) kind of hunkering down, trying to figure out what to do because they're all shot to shit. And then meanwhile, like, every race in the galaxy... Is having like a big galactic battle around their planet. Ugh. So it kind of switches back and forth okay. between those two plots. So you get like, you know, a perspective of one weird galactic race, you know, from their perspective, and then they're like completely wiped out at the end of the chapter or something like that. So, mm. yeah, but just- it follows some human characters and some dolphins. It's just kind of interesting. <laughs> okay, uh, you can you can tell it's kind of dated with some of the. Technology stuff, and then um, (laughs) some uh, there's like some misogyny type things going on Mm. with the male dolphins and the female characters.
1: Oh, he's (laughs) swatting around the (laughs) tail fin, (laughs) trying to get a little side flipper, some some flipper here.
0: (laughs) it's it's pretty good. I'm enjoying it. I read a little bit every night, so okay, cool. Looks to be good, definitely interesting. It's different than anything else, so yeah, Um, yeah, that's about it.
1: Okay. Well, my uh, my checkout of the audio book *Demon Lover* ended, so I didn't get to finish that one yet. But yeah, it sounds like a problem. You in the meantime, I got Orson Scott Card's *The Last Gate* back. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I've I'm 17 minutes left in that. I got totally obsessed with it this morning while painting the Yudbot and finishing him up. So it was really good. Turns out it's a uh, trilogy because why wouldn't it be but there is really good closure and it was definitely well worth a listen so check out that and then other than that i'm still obsessing over my youtube channel and my let's plays and Mm -hmm. i just wrapped up a civilization 6 catherine de medici cultural game Mm -hmm. you can see how that one goes and uh, that was a lot of fun and i'm playing depraved which is a early release city builder old west style Okay. So that's pretty entertaining as well. like,
0: saloons and stables and shit.
1: Yes, sir. And then, like, you have to put the sheriff in there and the crime rate gets too high. And (laughs) as I was wrapping up my last episode, some fella snapped inside the doctor and I had armed him with a rifle, so he started shooting people out the window and there was nothing I could do about it. Oh, boy. It's a pretty cool game. Those kind of city builders are weird because not a lot happens, and I'm never very excited to play it. I started and I was like, Man, I'd rather do some Civ or some Rimworld today, but I gotta do this. And <laughs> <laughs> so I got bogged down playing playing it. But once you get into it, you know, I there's know. just tons of stuff to do yeah. and it's fun just and getting in that nine to five. So Depraved is well worth the early release pickup and they there's releases Several days a week, they do updates. So then mm-hmm. you'll come back in, and there'll be new buildings or things will be. Bu- I'll load the game, and all of a sudden, everybody's shitting all over the town in the streets because I don't have enough outhouses anymore. They <laughs> tweak the, They tweak the formula for how many outhouses you need. So then I build a bunch of outhouses, and then I reload, and are
0: just shitting everywhere.
1: Yeah, it's the, you know a bunch of animals. But then you yeah, I'll reload, and everybody will be getting sick, and then I'll all the. I, I don't know. Then there, there's no indication. Like, do I need another doctor? I already have a doctor. Or what the hell is going on? But it's been a pretty fun playthrough. And then, other than that, I'm working on a mountain music playthrough on Rimworld as well. So <laughs> I name all the characters after musicians and mm-hmm. build my base into a mountain. So that's been pretty fun as well. It's my first attempt at a real cold biome where there's not a lot of growing season. So it's been tricky. And then we just. Had a toxic fallout, which could last years. Oh you never know. Oh boy! So then you, nobody can go outside. If you let them get too much toxic build up, then they'll get uh, dementia. And once they get dementia, it's pretty frustrating because they just randomly go on a lost wander, and <laughs> you know happens frequently. I've I don't take uh, I don't take characters with dementia if I can avoid it. So <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. so it's it's been fun. I I had to roll back. I went back to the beta release versus the development release of 1.0 so I'm, that doesn't make sense to most people but mm-hmm. <laughs> 1.0 was a little glitchy for me my last playthrough had to end early i didn't get to finish it so it was a little my ass was chappid so mm-hmm. it's but i'm still still doing that trying to get right now i'm trying to do three videos a day so oh wow 20 to That's 30 bad. minutes and fortunately before baby came i'd queued up like Thirty videos, so I had some good call, (laughs) something ready just to keep pumping them out, and um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to. I'm really into Civ Six again. That's my new my my favorite. It's uh, really want to start another one, but I have too many going. I want to wrap up the depraved and. <laughs> All right. <keep laughs> so I'm obsessing it, keep over that. Busy. You saw my little setup here. I got my green screen going. I'm working on getting my Twitch live for, live stream set up so I can start live streaming one or two days a week, mm-hmm. which will be like That'll a be three cool. four hour commitment probably, but. In theory, that's how you get the ball rolling and and the YouTube thing's taking off. I get views as soon as I upload and get new subscribers all the time and Mm -hmm. comments coming in and likes and all that. So it's likes. It's getting there.
0: Subscribe.
1: Yeah, so it's uh and it's fun. Like as soon as I can start making a little money. (laughs) I also have a bunch of other like random personal BS. You saw the renovations going on upstairs. This that is it, man. After that room. Well,
0: all right. The, I, mean, I mean, you can say that.
1: This Well, we have to do landscaping because we get water yeah, in a sure. couple of spots yeah, in the sure. house. So I have uh, Brett's folks are over right now, and her dad's going to bring a tractor, and we're going to rip that lawn apart. He, we were talking today. He's like, so where do the wires run through here? And I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> think of that. So we can't go digging shit up unless we know where the wires run through. But they're all, well, it's not like. like a, yeah. Yeah. It's good thing someone China knows Hastings what's going on. <laughs> yeah uh so we have to i don't know it's all private wires so you can't just call the digging hotline and oh, have them come mark them either no. it's all you know on-site private Jeez. stuff so they won't know where it is we have two outsheds one of which has a full 110 breaker system mm-hmm. you hit that you're gonna f- it's not like a, i'm changing a plug and got a little jolt it's like a you know i'm smoking it out of the ears here things so
0: yeah it'd be standing mm-hmm.
1: on it yeah it's true Fortunately, I finally had time to shave up yesterday. When my hair goes out, I look like five years older. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I got all kinds of shit going on. I'm debating on writing a book about my real estate experiences as well. So I've started writing up an outline for for that. I was wondering maybe
0: we could do a patron only, just a little short discussion about your Uh, your real estate empire and if folks are interested in that just a little something to throw up on there you, you yeah did? maybe we
1: could if the book ever gets done give give a free copy out to the certain patrons perhaps because i get a lot of people like you know bubbles that way you could refer bubbles Think to me. people
0: to that and you wouldn't have to yeah totally answer the same probably a few questions you get over yeah. and over I, I, I like
1: talking about it it's now the wife is gung-ho she to buy something so she can quit working <laughs> so, we're, uh, I'm, I'm working on the next step and we have the fundage. So literally sitting on about 300 K in cash here nice. <laughs> and saving a fair amount every month. Cause it's, it's doing well, man. So I don't, thus far it's been, it's weird. Imagine having all your time to do whatever the fuck you want to do. Like I, yesterday I grilled out at 1130 and <laughs> mm-hmm. Made a bunch of corn and burgers and, thing and just like whatever you want to do all the time. It's strange. It's you have to keep a rhythm. Like I had to, I got this day planner, so you have to write down like this day I'm going to work out and do this. Yeah, this you, you. Otherwise, yeah, you just get I lost. Mean, you're
0: fine. I mean, but even it's tough for you, and you're one of the most highly internal motivated people. Yeah, <laughs> that I know. It's, so
1: it's like it's you could easily. I could have done this years ago. And, like
0: Thirteen hours a day. Yeah,
1: then, it, it's. It's awesome, too, like I still well, before the baby came, I was still getting up at six to seven every day and just doing modeling every morning and
0: You're have something to work on.
1: hour or two of video games mm-hmm. and start moving at about ten eleven o'clock work on the house and make lunch and it's it's nuts, man, I should have done this years ago <laughs> so that's why I decided to write a book because, like I literally started as a software engineer, mhm like. Thinking, of, I started thinking about it in about 2011. And All
0: right. Well, so it takes some well, time. Well, let's but save it for the... Speci- for the patrons. For a special discussion, yeah.
1: My uh, my personal Patreon for the YouTube and whatnot. Not a single patron yet.
0: <laughs> Can you sign up yourself?
1: I yeah, want well At least yeah. you got to make Brett make I, an account. And I lose like 90, 90 cents or 75 cents, whatever you lose on each payment. <laughs> so... Yeah, but anyways, it's been it's been awesome thus far. I highly recommend early retirement to everybody. Mm-hmm. Bubbles was saying he thinks about me every day and just shakes his head. <laughs> he's going back to school. He's like, ah, man, I'd love to do that. Now he's going back to school for medical to be uh-huh. a doctor. I'm like, that sounds like the opposite of what you want to be doing. Wow, well,
0: I know he had to go back well, since he bought his condo or house or whatever. Yeah. Is, he had to take a second job on because of the Toronto yeah. prices.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's not—that doesn't sound like doing it right to me. But well, he's—he's <laughs> he's a smart guy; he'll figure it he'll out. He'll
0: figure his path out.
1: So it's, uh, yeah, I, I can't speak highly enough about <laughs> great. It's, yeah. What are you gonna do? I, mean, I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyways, where are we at? Are we gonna? Well, are you obsessed see, about something?
0: Uh, nothing too much. I will say I've been watching on the Hulu. Hmm. There's a lot of fucking good shows on there. Oh, yeah? I would say probably more more stuff is grabbing me on there than the Netflix lately because it has all the network programming. So I've been watching uh, Taboo, which is an FX show. It's got Tom Hardy. All right. It's decent. If you want to put it on when you're painting, I, I think it's good enough. One thing was it really emphasized a lot of supernatural shit okay. in the first couple episodes. But then by the end, they kind of drop that stuff, and then it turned into kind of like a Utrecht type situation, <laughs> where he's got really elaborate plans, and everything works out perfectly. Mm. And uh, he
1: Goes around plowing a Mildred all the time.
0: Uh, he's kind of an asshole. I, well, he's, do, he's doing a little plowing.
1: You know, yeah. <laughs>
0: little. But it's a decent show. It's only eight or nine episodes. All right. And it looks like there'll be another season, and it looks like it'll be quite different, but a couple... Couple of characters from Game of Thrones in there. They must have filmed it in ah, with all the UK actors. Nice. It's got uh, Rob Stark's wife is is in there. <coughs> and the whoever the head of the church in the later episodes of Game of Thrones. He's the head of the East India Company. Okay. Kind of like the main company. It's Tom Hardy versus the East India Company. Sure. So decent. <laughs> worth uh listening to while you're painting. Okay cool let's take a little break we'll have a little fun yeah and get back on Johnny's yeah Warhammer Oregon Trail
1: Alright, we are back. So, I decided, per Roger's last episode, Oregon Trail Run, it was my turn. Put together a crew. I did. And I decided I was going to take a bunch of podcasters. Okay. So I could have brought some of the more famous people, like, you know, the Kevin Smiths and the Adam Carollas of the Mm -hmm. world. I decided to go with some more niche podcasters. Okay. Some uh, some of the war-gaming fellas. All right. <laughs> yeah. So I was a farmer from Illinois.
0: Got the right audience for it.
1: And I brought with me Byron, Chris, Dan, and Dave. <laughs> Various names. I won't throw any. any These any, are the UK fellas. Oh, yeah. Most of them, yeah. And uh, we left in March 1st of 1848 from Independence, Missouri. We started with four hundred bucks, and we purchased six oxen, five hundred pounds of food, ten clothing, two hundred ammo, and two of each spare part. Okay, it's a pretty good spread.
0: That well, sounds pretty close to my start.
1: So we a little headed bit out. More food, a little less bullets. Yeah. Well, this is my second playthrough. My first one, I didn't know I had to write everything <laughs> down. I thought there'd just be a log at the end, which would have been awesome, because yeah. it takes forever when you're writing all this it shit It would long. be fun to read. And the, my first one, I took, like, 900 bullets, and then at the first river crossing, guess where all the bullets went? Oh, no! <laughs> I know, I was boned after that, because I had no cash. But So anyways, we set out on March 1st. On March 7th, we got to the Kansas River without incident, and we caulked and floated it across, the wa- the wagon across, with no trouble, imagine that. Okay. March 9th, we were a little short on food already. God damn. It. So we hunted sixty-eight lobs. <laughs> so you
0: have full, full rations, and uh, I did slow speed, the regular speed.
1: I kept those things the same the whole game, and it, it worked out because the health stayed pretty well the whole game. I was gonna re- uh, bring up the um, my my game recorder and record the game and put it yeah, on my I'm YouTube. I'm surprised theme. that
0: you didn't. I thought the that problem. That you would.
1: The reason I didn't would is because I had to keep stopping to write everything down, and it would have been weird to sit and watch because there would have well, been a constant delay. Well, you recording then you wouldn't need to. Well, then I'd have to go back and scribe, and that's yeah. a hassle too. So, so yeah, March 14th, we made it to the Big Blue River and tried to ford because it was only four feet deep. But it turns out it was deeper than expected. <laughs> We lost 112 bullets, two wheels, two tongues, four oxen.
0: Two wheels, two tongues. So that's all and, the wheels and all the tongues.
1: Yeah. And, and four of the six four oxen. Four of the six oxen. Holy oh, shit. It was pretty painful. 112 bullets went, but we were doing all right for bullets yet. But the saddest part was that Chris drowned.
0: Oh, no.
1: Probably he was crunked up at the time. <laughs> the <crunk laughs> went in, juice. lost him. March 15th, we moved on. We had a severe blizzard and lost a day. March 21st was a stroke of luck. We found an abandoned wagon, three sets of clothes, and 63 bullets. God, March 26th, we were running out of food again, so we hunted 100 pounds. The game, you can hunt as much as you want, but you you can only take 100 pounds back with the version yeah, I had. It take, to, the, to It takes the, a day. So. Yeah, and you lose a day, so you're eating food the whole time. Now, the hunter was definitely me. It was a fellow with jeans, suspenders, a bald head, and a big rifle. Uh. The if one I had, you had to like run them around and shoot. And the ability whatever.
0: to shoot in eight directions. Yeah. Or nine.
1: Uh, I only Up, had four down. directions uh, that can, I could you shoot You can hit in. the diagonals if, you, if you'd if you hit them both at the same time. Oh, it was the same time thing. I, I was trying it. I couldn't get them to shoot at a diagonal. So it made it a little okay. tricky. So March 30, we traded one of our axles for a tongue so we could try and have more supplies on hand. April 2nd. We traded two clothing for an axle. Every day you spend trading, you lose a day.
0: Yeah, and you have no choice, no control over what you get offered. It's just random shit.
1: So most of the time, you're just pissing a day away. So, like I said, April 4th, I traded a clothing for 46 bullets just to make sure we're doing good. April 8th, I traded 74 food for a tongue. April 9th, an axle for a wheel. So that left us with one of each, I believe, for wagon components. And then. April thirteenth, we were back on the trail, but we lost it and we lost the day there. So, April thirteenth through May fifth, we hunted, and we took down about a hundred, about a hundred a day. One day we only scored sixty eight, but we were we were eating well. Mm-hmm. It was taking twelve food a day, so it goes quick with with. And I hate to say it, but fortunately Chris died early. <laughs> <laughs> Later on, it gets easier as more people croak. But uh-huh. May ninth, Dan got dysentery. Oh
0: boy, the classic!
1: Yeah, did you did you did you rest? Uh, or we did
0: you power through. We
1: kept on. May fourteenth, we lost the trail and lost four days. May nineteenth, five days later, we had to stop and hunt. Got a hundred pounds of food. May twenty first, we passed Volin's grave. Hey hey hey, come out and play! <laughs> it was on the tombstone <laughs> there. <laughs> May 22nd, an, oxen was injured. an ox was injured. So then May 27th through June 17th, we were on the trail, and we stopped four times to hunt. Got 100 pounds of food per pop, which was solid. All right. Health stays high if you keep the food high and the pace slow. So everybody stayed relatively healthy. Dan didn't actually end up dying from that. June 19th, we were back on the trail. Poor Byron got bit by a snake, but we did find some wild fruit. Excellent. So it's a curse and a blessing. <laughs> June 22nd, we lost the trail. Four days lost. It sucks when you lose days, too, because if you don't have a lot of food cashed up, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're out of food and your health starts tanking out. Mm-hmm. Uh, June 27th, we found another abandoned wagon, which this was a real godsend. We got an, a wheel, two axles, a clothing, and 63 bullets. A mother load. June 28th was the next day. We tried to hunt, but... We got nothing. Uh,
0: even a little rabbit. Nothing at all. Pounds.
1: The 29th and 30th, we hunted two more days and got 172 pounds of food total. On July 10th, one of our remaining oxen died. <laughs> July 12th, we we're still on the trail. One of the ox ox oxen wandered off, and we lost two days bringing them back in. On July 14th, we were back on the trail, but sadly, Byron got dysentery. Oh.
0: Is that the second time? Or was no. that Byron before?
1: He got bit by a snake last time. Okay. <laughs> Poor bastard. <laughs> so July 16th, a severe thunderstorm struck, and we lost the day. July 17th through the 29th, we traveled, had no problem. We hunted three times and got 100 pounds of food each time.
0: Sounds like a vacation. Just you don't, nice, you usually. Don't, yeah. Scroll.
1: You don't really need a lot of bullets, it turns out. If you leave with yeah. 100, you're probably it, fine. One
0: one kill, one y- bullet. Yeah. Essentially, and
1: it, you rarely waste them. I'm a kind of a dummy because you sit staring at the hunt screen, waiting for it to end when you've already killed hundred pounds, and you're like mm-hmm. accidentally hitting space more a few times and just pissing bullets away. It does suck that like anything stops a bullet. So if you like shoot a br like some brush, that bullet's yeah. gone. So, like
0: yeah. the the like brush itself extends beyond like the sprites. Of the brush? Yeah. You know, it's like a square or if something. If you're walking, so, like, you
1: can't walk over brush, and it's it's a little frustrating. But on August 2nd, we were back on the trail. Once again, Byron took ill. He had a fever this time. So on August 6th, we traded two axles and got an ox back because I realized how we were pretty, doing you're like...
0: you You probably just have one we're, for a lot of it.
1: We're doing like three miles a day, so I'm trying to get some oxen back on. <laughs> yeah. So uh, August 6th, back on the trail... Oh, scratch that. That's when we traded two axles for an ox. August 10th, we lost the trail and lost four days. And then August 1st through the 27th, we traveled all month, hunted four times. One time, we had a total fail. That's probably when I got a hold of that whiskey that we, tra- <laughs> we traded for. Uh, September 1st, we reached South Pass, and we decided to head towards the Green River Crossing. Okay. Um, so September 2nd and 3rd, we hunted two days and got 150 pounds of meat. September 4th, a stroke of luck, we found an abandoned wagon with 21 bullets How many in fucking it.
0: fucking wagons are you finding here?
1: Well, wait for this, because September 7th, we found another abandoned wagon with Watch two clothing, one axle, and 21 bullets. And then September 13th, we made it to the Green River Crossing, and it was six feet deep. So I decided to caulk and float the wagon, and we succeeded without no, For once, no one drowned. <laughs> September mm-hmm. 15th, we hunted 100 pounds of food. September 16th, back on the trail, but broken wagon wheel. Couldn't repair it, so we had to replace it. September 18th, we found some wild fruit, which was a real godsend because, you know, the food situation. Yeah,
0: Se- fucking hallucinogenic Sept- mushrooms and berries. <laughs>
1: September 18th, Dan got cholera, which oh. was reminiscent of my playing depraved because when people start shitting in the streets, cholera starts uh, spreading was, pretty good. Got pretty rampant. So Dan must have been shitting in the, tra- in the, in the wagon there. Just fucking dropping
0: <laughs> dookies in the wagon.
1: September 27th through the 29th, we spent some time hunting. The first day we got zero. And then after that, we got 62 and then 65 pounds. October 3rd, one of our two oxen was injured. October 16th, we we'd spent some time on the trail, and then the 16th and the 17th spent two days hunting for 165 pounds of meat. October 21st, another stroke of luck with some more wild fruit. Mm-hmm. October 25th, we reached Soda Springs.
0: All right, we're getting kind of late in the year here, John.
1: Yeah, we are. October 31st, we had to stop and hunt. November was a rough month. So, All
0: right, let's hear
1: it. On the 2nd, we, we had a blizzard and lost a day. On the 9th, we were out of food and hunted 100 pounds. Back on the trail, the 12th Uh, and the 16th, we had blizzards both those days and we lost two days. Then we had to stop and hunt on the 17th.
0: Blizzards, Mm. hunting, blizzards,
1: hunting. Yeah, when you're sitting there all the time, all your food's disappearing. On the 26th, we had to stop and hunt again and got 100 pounds of food. These people eat like mad. I'm not sure I could eat 100 pounds of food, but. Anyway, on December 3rd, we traded a clothing for a wagon tongue. Well,
0: maybe there might be an opportunity for a little experiment here, John. Uh, yeah. See how many pounds of food you uh, eat every day.
1: Uh, all right. I have a kitchen scale. Yeah. <laughs> I could swing that. It'd be interesting. December Anyways, 4th, oh, we boy. had to stop and hunt again. 100 pounds of food brought in. December 10th, we traded some clothing. We were getting a little low on bullets, but we got seventy six for one clothing. <laughs> on December 11th, we hunted but only got seven pounds of meat. Uh, Uh, We must have sent Dan out that day. (laughs) Mm -hmm. December 12th, we hunted 100 pounds. So we spent a few days doing that because we were so low. December 13th, we traded two axles for an ox. So we're back up to three total because the injured one had recovered along the way. December 14th, we reached Ford Hall. And then December 15th, we traded 206 bullets for another ox. So now shit, we're back yeah. up to four, doing well. Yeah, that's what Make, you want, yeah. Yeah, you gotta keep those oxen. Keep them. Uh, it keep sucks them fresh, keep them happy as you're playing. Like the the color of the bottom of the screen changes, and it's essentially indicating if it's green, there's lots of stuff for the animals to eat, and if it's yellow or brown, yeah,
0: you get a lot of indicators that there's not a lot of forage. Yeah, or, or bad water
1: thing. and stuff like that. So. Your oxen will just randomly croak from not having any food for a while. But oh. December seventeenth, we traded one clothing for ninety-nine bullets. I robbed that guy blind. What a dumb bitch. December nineteenth, we took the wrong trail and lost five days. Oh. December twenty-fourth, after quite a stint with no grass, one of the ox died. One of the oxen. Oh. December twenty-fifth, Christmas, Christmas Day. Day impassable trail we lost nine days oh and new year's yeah Yeah. (laughs) so there you go and then this is the start of 1849 we had to hunt right away because we spent nine days lost
0: high winter up in the mountains now
1: yeah so we hunted 75 pounds of food on january 3rd january 5th impassable trail lost eight more days so you know what's Those coming. The next, as soon as we got back, we had to hunt. There's backtracking
0: hundred, and hunting, backtracking and hunting. Here. Brought in
1: a hundred more pounds of food, though. The January twentieth, we had a severe blizzard and lost a day. January twenty-first, we're first we were out of food, so hunted a hundred more pounds. The twenty-third, you still got
0: the full crew here. Four, four only of the, Chris croaked the five. Yeah,
1: only Chris is croaked. Mister Crunk Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> January 23rd and 25th A double blizzard, we lost two days And then the coup de gras January 26th, impassable trail We lost nine more days uh, that's Rough. So needless to say As soon as we got, got our shit back together February 4th we had to hunt hunted 100 pounds February 7th, back on the trail But a severe blizzard struck and we lost a day Getting there So then February 7th rolls around Another severe blizzard, we lose a day February 10th, back on the trail, but Byron caught another fever. Uh-oh. So we had to stop. We hunted for a Seems day.
0: Like he's been the most susceptible of your little crew.
1: Yeah, and he's like the smallest guy, you know, probably the least healthy. <laughs> 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 February 12th, Dan has a fever. So now I had two people with fevers. Uh-oh. On the 15th, we had to stop and hunt 100 more pounds of food. On the 16th, the health was super low, so we decided to stop and rest three days. Oh, boy. Uh, back on the 19th, We're back to it, but we're clearly confuzzled. We took a wrong trail and lost three days. February 26th, a severe blizzard strikes. Lost a day, February twenty eighth. Had to stop and hunt yet just again. Shit <laughs> a lot of hunting, man. A lot of hunting. March first, we had a severe blizzard and lost a uh, day. So been
0: on the trail like a year at this point,
1: or is that? Yeah, April that's our 1st. one year anniversary. It was March first. So. <laughs> man, we're all still alive, for, except for poor Chris, who died right away. Uh-huh. By now, we're if this was Windworld, we'd be well past the negative move modifier. Uh,
0: I'm thinking maybe he might have faked his death, <laughs> just, <laughs> just hang around and bang some squaws. Uh, yeah, that was maybe,
1: maybe. <laughs> Uh, so then 10 more days on the trail till March 11th and 12th. We spent two days and hunted 200 pounds of food. March 13th, health was still pretty low, so we decided to rest three days. Try. March 21st, we reached the Snake River. While at the Snake River, mm-hmm. we traded a clothing for an axle, which I felt was a steal. They, I'm the negotiator. I see. Must have leaned on him. We decided to caulk the wagon and float it across. And, alas, it did tip over. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> ha, we lost 28 pounds of food, one wheel, and five bullets. But the two fellas with fever, Dan and Byron, <laughs> both drowned. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> it was bound to go down. Two for one. We weren't able to fish them out, so they just they went downriver. Uh uh-huh. Couple of.
0: I like to picture them giving like a Terminator two thumbs uh-huh. up as they go down <laughs> Leave into <us>. the waves. <laughs>
1: Four more days on the trail, and then we stopped because we needed some more oxen, deciding that we'd make better progress. We tated, traded two clothing, since so many people had croaked, for one oxen. We hunted 100 pounds of food the next day. On the March 28th, we traded 27 pounds for an axle. That was a good, good trade there. And then March twenty-nine, we traded a tongue for 74 bullets because we were getting a little low on firepower once again. March 31st, we hunted 66 pounds of meat. And then April 2nd, we traded 61 pounds for another axle. April 4th, we traded 102 bullets for one wheel. We decided to do all this trading because we had we wanted to have one of each wagon component stockpiled. Because, you know.
0: Your symmetry.
1: April 5th, I got Go into on. the moonshine again. I hunted nothing. <laughs> April 6th, I did get 100 pounds of food. So despite a headache, I was able to shoot something. <laughs> All you got to do is take down one bear, and then you're good to go. Mm-hmm. So the bear rode with us. He was just in the wilderness the whole time. It's it did right. get shot many times. April, same bear. April 7th, one of the four oxen was injured. April 18th, Ford Boise. So we're out in Idaho. We, we rolled on. We didn't want to get delayed any longer. So April 25th, we got 100 pounds hunting. April 30th, we were slowed by very heavy fog. We lost a mm-hmm. the day there. May 10th and 11th, after another 10 days on the trail, we had to stop and hunt. We got 200 pounds of food those two days. On May 14th, we reached the Blue Mountains.
0: Boy, it looks like a few chaps just might make it. That's what I was thinking. You and uh, who else?
1: Dave, I believe. And then, yeah, so we reached the Blue Mountains. We decided we are going to head to Fort Walla Walla.
0: Spring? Fort Walla Walla?
1: Mostly because Walla Walla sounded like a cool name. Australia, mate. The next day it does. Next day we had a heavy fog and lost a day. The day after that would be May sixteenth, one of the ox died an ox died. May nineteenth, Dave got dysentery. Oh shit. Not looking good We're for Dave. was there. Uh, and then May nineteenth, we also had a rough trail and lost a day. But on May twenty second, we made it to Fort Walla Walla. <laughs> <laughs> walla, walla, walla. <laughs> we to default walla walla mate.
0: yeah graded
1: uh, may 24th sadly dave succumbed to the dysentery and died may 27th so when you're all alone what starts happening broken legs all the time oh Gosh. may 27th johnny broke his leg <laughs> uh, i
0: it's standing it up in the wagon acting all cool oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I was, was ab- around, I, I, was could, I was
1: surfing here man I was upset about the death of the bros Like, If you're going to take this trip, the podcasters are a good bunch of guys Because everybody likes to hear their own voice yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> true. Uh, I, I had to talk to myself So I got a little uh, Chris must have left the stash of crunk <laughs> That didn't get floated away June 4th, impassable trail Again, due to alcohol consumption I lost 10 days But I had so much food on hand because everybody else was dead. <laughs> I didn't have to hunt for a while, so mm-hmm. all right, and I got see. back on it by June sixteenth. I reached the the Dalls, the Dells. I'm not sure how to say that one, but I sh- I made a fateful decision this day. Mm-hmm. I knew not to because you can take the toll road, but I didn't have any money, and I, it sounded like you were gonna have to pay to take the toll road. Okay, so I decided to river, float right? down the Columbia River, <laughs> and. You get to control this. You get to navigate. Mm-hmm. So what you shouldn't do is drink some moonshine before you do. <laughs> Due to poor navigation, the raft hit a rock. <laughs> and I lost an ox, one clothing, one axle, two tongues, 19 food, and sadly, my own life. <laughs> I drowned. <laughs> Johnny died. I did not put anything on my tombstone. No, I left a blank. So, all in all, it was a hell of an adventure. Oh, yeah, that's a pretty long haul. Yeah, we made it a lot further than the Raj crew. All I had to do was miss that rock. It, mm-hmm. it was my first, first attempt navigating. I feel like you should practice this before you put all your... No,
0: those settlers didn't have a chance to practice,
1: John. And you, can't you blow up, like, an, a dead oxen bladder and <laughs> put that under your shirt or something? <laughs> you know, hey, float around. Like, uh-huh. everything's lost, but you're not dead, and you can maybe hit the trail. I don't know. Well, it was a fun experiment, though, and it was a long experiment. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's a pretty – once you get at it, it doesn't seem like a lot's happening, but it's pretty
1: entertaining, and it it was it, a lot it does, funner. It does take a while, yeah. It's a lot funner than I thought. It takes more time because you have to write everything down, but if you're just playing – so I'd, my first playthrough, again, I didn't know I had to write it down, and mm-hmm. everybody drowned early, and it was just me, <laughs> and I, I broke my leg like four times. <laughs> <laughs> How many times can you break a leg, so – Mm-hmm. But you can still go hunt with a broken leg, I think. Uh, a little glitch in the game there. But uh, all in all, it was fun. I'd recommend it. Good deal. Get it on there. All you got to do is Google it. Yeah, just play it online. Yeah, Google it, play it online. Fun times. Excellent.
0: I've got a Rogers podcast pick. This might be a repeat, but it's the Mortal Realms. So oh, no. for my pack-up prep... I picked up the Soul Wars box and I've been reading through the core rules, which I never really gave, never really gave it a go through the first time around. Yeah, the first edition, just kind of skimmed everything. So this time I sat down and for for the most part I did read most of it, the history and stuff. So I don't know what parts of the storyline have been moved forward necessarily. I know the Nagash stuff is new.
1: Dude, the Soul Wars starting. Yeah, the Soul War of of Souls. Wars. Don't call it the Soul Wars. That's a Dragonlance thing. The what? <laughs> That's a Dragonlance thing. The Soul Wars. Yeah, it's the War of Souls in the US. Or maybe I have them backwards. No, nah, it's the Soul
0: Wars. Okay. On the box. So. so.
1: Yeah. So then, Dragonlance must have been the War of War Souls. War of Souls. <laughs> totally different. <laughs> not a, not an IP theft. Clearly. Uh
0: huh. So, yeah, the Mortal Realms podcasts. They go into detail on the books and stuff. So the rules themselves to
1: get, too. Um, or just the fluffish ma- Mainly the fluff.
0: Okay. Um, so you, they're a nice supplement to the stuff that you're getting in the books here. Sure. Uh, so the really end of the don't realm war. Have much patience. Yeah. For, for reading this stuff anymore, and it was kind of weird because the the stuff that I like best actually was the stuff with the stormcast and stuff like that. Okay. Because it was all new shit. And you know, it was like interesting, like, oh, how does this work and everything? And the stuff that I had to skim was like the chaos stuff. I mean it's it's like the same shit for like twenty years. Yeah. And, like I can't mm-hmm. read about this <laughs> anymore. Um so yeah, it was kind of the models and stuff I haven't really been into. And same thing with like the Caradron and uh, Ioneth, the Deepkin, the mm-hmm. new the new elf sure. stuff. Where the models I haven't really dug, but the reading their little lore and stuff was interesting because it was all new new stuff. Sure. So I actually didn't expect that, but it was kind of interesting to read about all this stuff. And then there's actually kind of like some revisions of some of the stuff going on, where like, so obviously a lot of the old models are still being used and they have their origins in the Warhammer world that was, but like the so there's like a Phoenix Guard battalion or army whatever it is. So, you know, the the Phoenix Guard in the old days were because of like the the shrine of the Phoenix or whatever that the Phoenix King would walk into and he'd get burned or whatever. Yep. If he was pure he wouldn't get burned. Sure. Uh, if you're Malekith, you got the, the burn a nation going on. <laughs> but so in the fluff now that they're not called the Phoenix Guard because of that. They're called the Phoenix because they like worship the Phoenixes. and then stuff with like the lion guards like they used to They hunt like the lions of Crace or Thrace whatever it was Uh, so there's no mention of that it's because they hunt lions in one of these realms so it's kind of like little micro changes which makes sense because you know there's thousands or tens of thousands of years have passed (laughs) in the timeline yeah, which is not super clear Um, so it's kind of cool in that respect, they're trying to update the story. Yeah. Um, so um, actually getting all this got me kind of stoked to do my Shadespire stuff. Nice. Now, I'm super interested. I probably will assemble a lot of the stuff in there and maybe get a few games in. Uh, obviously, it's a T.O. Got to have uh, some rudimentary knowledge yeah. of the game going in for PACA. <laughs> but we'll see. But all that And, like, with the the Nagash stuff, reading about that was cool because it was new. And then all those, like, the undead stuff with the haunts and the specters and stuff, those are fucking, like, awesome models. Yeah. Yeah, Because it's, you know, it's kind of like, oh, the old stuff is compatible with it, but it's all new shit. And it's, like, a new angle for the undead. Sure. Too. So it's not skeletons or... Ghouls. Bro, you know, it's like a new, fresh thing. So, sure. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I think they're doing a pretty good job. I, I can see now why, like, the character and Overlords and the Ioneth are so extreme. Yeah. they just want to break and do new shit. Right. And hey, I hope they can do that with the chaos better. I know, like, the Beastmen and stuff are really different from how they used to be. But sure. But they don't, they don't seem that different to me. I'm, I'm just curious... Uh, How they can keep chaos fresh? Yeah, because they're, they're the same bad guys in 40k and Sigmar, yeah. so it's getting kind of stale. Yeah, off based based off that, and I it's see the same that. shit. So That's, what it would be really cool if they could, you know, retool that somehow, or sure, come up with a completely different bad guy that yeah. <laughs> you know the way that the the Stormcast guys are completely new. You know, can't they do? you know some kind of void creatures or something sure um,
1: that's why it would one be of the yeah. the Horus be- heresy stuff the casting didn't exist yet so it's they're f- they're figuring it out and it's sort of evolving so it's kind of the roots of that it's it's really interesting and it, it's yeah, it seems so different you not, get a lot more detail like
0: take on that might be kind of what grips people in some some of the way yeah it's not fully fleshed out sure where the corn guys are the corn guys, and the right. Nurgle guys are the Nurgle guys. Yeah. yeah. I'm just getting kind of...
1: Skull and disease. <laughs> mm-hmm. So,
0: so. Um, yeah. So, it's actually got got me kind of stoked. So, definitely going to work on my Shadespire stuff, at least. And then, I don't know, once I start snapping these undead guys together, once I get that new airbrush, who knows? <laughs> who knows, John?
1: <laughs> All right. So, cool, man. All right. Well, yeah. I think we're going to have to wrap this up, buddy. Yeah. Time to go. So, uh... Hit us up on Patreon, patreon.com slash Point Hammered. We're going to do a drawing, and we're we're a few weeks out yet, but next time probably it'll be the drawing. Is it September?
0: Yeah, it'll be at uh, October 1st. October, okay. October, November, yeah, that's right.
1: So for the next painted model selection, I will have the first four Horace Heresy novels up as well. So if you don't want a painted model I'll give you the first four horse heresy models. I mean, models, not novels. Uh, let's go with novels on that. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so yeah, that'll. In case you're not stoked on a on a painted model, we we'll have some alternative prizes. Cool. Yeah, and we have
0: a new patron, Mikey G, nice. joined in. He's hitting us up three bucks a cast. Beautiful. So, if you're not up for five, you could still do the three. Get in on that action. Yeah. And uh, we're getting pretty close. Not quite there, but if you keep plugging away at it, get one or two new patrons each episode. Pretty soon, we should hit that three-week goal, so that should be mm. pretty cool. Yeah, coming up here, but uh, yeah, I All think right. that's so it, man. Take it, take it easy for now. All, All right. right, catch you, catch you later, John.
1: Suck my balls, that's my suck my balls.
0: is the best.